Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to Chicken and Rice Radio. Before we begin, I just want to go ahead and say that I recently did a podcast with two of my good friends, Mike and James, on their podcast, The Cult Standard. The Cult Standard talks about uh, cult classic films, and on that podcast we went ahead and talked about Pumping Iron, the 1977 documentary about Arnold Schwarzenegger. So please go ahead and if you like this podcast, you'll probably enjoy that one. Once again, that is the cult standard. They've also got a spinoff podcast called Courage the Cowardly Podcast, which is a podcast that talks about the cult cartoon Courage the Cowardly Dog. So if you liked that show growing up, also go ahead and check out that. In this podcast, I interview my sister about vegetarianism and what it takes to be a vegetarian. Uh, We kind of dig deep into some of the aspects of that, so I hope that you enjoy. Hey everybody and welcome back to Chicken and Rice Radio. I'm your host, the trainer Tevin. And we've got episode number eight for you guys, Um, a nice little change of pace. Today I've actually got a guest on the show, um, my sister, uh, (laughs) get who you can get, right? Um, But uh, today we're talking about uh, vegetarianism, and um, she was vegetarian for a while. Hello. (laughs) So you're you're not vegetarian right now. Um, What made you change your mind? Um... I was craving meat a lot, and I traveled to the Philippines, which, um, if anyone's familiar with the Philippines, is mostly meat and rice and fruit. So my only options were rice and fruit, um, and I just felt really weak. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right, so... um and I so was hungry. initially, when you decided you wanted to be vegetarian, um, what made you decide to to make that change? Was it friends? Was it religious? Was it was it uh, moral obligations? Anything like that? Yeah, it was a couple things. Um, I'll say mostly moral obligations because I saw a video about. Um, what was the video? It was a livestock farm where they butcher chickens. Yeah. <laughs> and just seeing how the meat is processed before it even gets to you where you can cook it, it just made me feel really guilty um, that we can treat animals that way. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I I totally agree with you, and I think that, like, and I'm not trying to get into something on the podcast, but I think that when it comes to things like that, that's, in a way, kind of what drove me towards hunting, where it's like, I felt like if, if I'm gonna eat, you know, a bunch of meat to try to gain muscle, and, and to pound protein and everything like that, I'd rather eat one animal versus six like does that make sense? Yeah. So like if I if I hunt if I hunt an animal and I get like three or four months out of it, then at least I don't like I'm not consuming more not, than one animal. You're not going to the store every week to buy more chicken, which is probably right six different chickens. 
yeah so in a lot of ways it's it's also a moral thing and i and i just wanted to say kind of on the pod i don't know um on the podcast not on the podcast where i was at on that where it was also a moral thing because i know that at one point i was eating i was eating like 12 pounds of chicken a week and that's a lot like (laughs) and i i hate to think about like how many animals that actually is so how how did you feel initially when you started being vegetarian like did you like did it happen right away like if you started to feel good or did that take some time like health wise or yeah like health wise um i would say it took some time because your diet really changes you know and you don't really know what to eat um so you just get like a salad but you're not getting enough of the protein or any other like fillers that you need so so you kind of just fill up on junk food like like what like chips like chips because chips don't have meat in them right (laughs) (laughs) ice (laughs) like ice cream doesn't have meat in it or right did you ever watch that that um that documentary i'm not sure if it was it was like game changers on netflix did you ever watch that i don't think so or they're talking about like uh plant-based diets i don't think it was specifically vegetarian but just mostly like plants that they were eating mm-hmm. and uh and like the benefits of that they kind of get into the animal stuff but i think that in a lot of ways it like it i'm not sure how much of it was pushed because i mean to promote certain products i don't know but um but I did learn a couple things uh, from that, uh, and one of that was how to create complete proteins out of out of plant-based stuff. And I ar- already sort of work. noticed, right? And I tried to do that where I where instead of making like my typical well, chicken and rice that's like a staple in my diet, I guess in terms of like a go-to meal that I can come back to where where I kind of know how much protein's in it, how many carbs are in it, and all that. But, like, I went for a week where I made it out of black beans and um, and brown rice, and I was trying to make the right amount of protein using that, but I still had mm-hmm. to supplement, like, like, protein powder. Did you ever find that you needed to supplement protein, or...? I probably should have. <laughs> I was not very good at having a healthy diet okay so so like but say you were trying to get protein in your diet like was there things that you would do to try to get additional protein yeah so i would eat more eggs um lots of beans and tofu i learned how to cook tofu and got a tofu press and found recipes and so you actually made your own tofu i never made my own i have a friend who who's made their her own and she said it was really easy. Oh, okay. And it, it, she said it tastes better, too. Oh, okay. You can make your own. I've never had tofu. Or I think I have, but I thought that it was, like, mush, and I was like, no thanks. Yeah, you got to get the firm tofu, and you got to cook it right. You got to drain it. If you just put it straight in the fryer or the oven, it's going to be soggy. That sounds gross. <laughs> so, yeah, you have, to, you have to press all the water out. Okay. And you have to press it for a few hours, and then you'll it'll shrink by, like, half its size. Okay. So you would do the tofu, and then... Um, lots of eggs. Oh, yeah. So that, that brought up something that I was thinking. So um, so if you're listening and you don't know, 
the, what's the difference between vegetarian and veganism? Uh, it allows eggs, right? So Yeah. So vegetarian is you don't eat meat products. Or you don't eat meat. Vegan is you don't eat animal products. So okay. you don't eat meat and you also don't eat their cheese, eggs. Right? Dairy. Yeah, you yeah. don't eat dairy that comes from a cow. You don't eat cheese that's made out of dairy. You don't eat ice cream or even mayonnaise because it has eggs in it. Oh, okay. But like... But, like, wouldn't you think that eggs counted as meat in a way? Like, was that, like, did that ever, like, did, was there ever, where's the line? Is, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's really just personal preference. Like, I don't know. I've, I've wanted to not eat eggs and not eat cheese, but it's just so good. Right. Well, it is a good source of protein, and it is a good source of fat. And I yeah. feel like a lot of people don't think that, like, you should have the fat um, if you're trying to cut down and make your diet more healthy, but I think learning more about like what kinds of fats that you eat mm-hmm. is also important. And, um, and just monounsaturated fat, like, like the kind that you find in egg yolks or avocado. I think that those are, those should be a staple in anyone's diet. Uh, did you think that this was a diet after you kind of got accustomed to like the things that you eat and like the different meals that you would have? Uh, was it hard to stick to? Like, did you have to go to the store, like, s- say you were on your lunch break or something at work, and, uh, like, if you didn't pack a lunch, like, what would you have? Um, usually a giant salad or some fruit or chips or a cookie. Like, I guess you could go to <laughs> you could go to a place like Chipotle and say, like, no chicken, right? Yeah, so it's, it's a lot easier than it seems at first so i i started when i started i cut out red meats first so like steak lamb like that was the easiest for me because i I didn't really like the texture anyways kind of grossed me out just like really chewy and and correct me if i'm wrong (laughs) you you still don't eat red meat that much do you not really no now that i've had uh plant-based protein alternatives like to me, I can't tell the difference, and it's just as delicious having a burger with a, the Impossible yeah. Burger than it would be a regular burger. Right. But it doesn't feel as greasy. It doesn't feel. I've never tried it, but I thought. Uh, but I think the the thought for me is like, if it's like artificial meat, <laughs> just <laughs> saying that is kind of diff. Like I don't know. It puts a weird thought in my mind. Is there a way to make it sound? <laughs> Like better <laughs> I don't know well the thing with the impossible burger is it looks like meat they they use beet beets which like dyes it reddish pink right. and it even like sizzles like meat when you cook right. it and it like chars like meat and still looks pink in the middle you know what's funny is I was actually thinking like I don't really post on my personal trainer Facebook account or my personal trainer Instagram account as much as I would like to but I was just thinking like make a post like I don't really post that much uh (laughs) drink your beets because like (laughs) because beet is actually and I don't know if people know this that much but it's got a lot of what's called L-carnitine in it it's actually a fat burner Hmm. um so people can can have so if if you're listening to this and you want like a good solid piece of nutrition information, there you go. Drink your beets. Uh, Drink beets or eat them in the Impossible Burger. <laughs> right. Well, I also heard the Impossible Burger didn't necessarily have less calories than the uh, than the than the normal burger. I heard it actually had more calories. 
Uh, that's probably true. They do put a lot of oil in it because they want it to look like meat so that meat eaters will try it. Because usually if you're like, oh, that's a burger made out of beans. I'm not going to eat that. Like, right. that looks gross. Right. But if it looks like meat, they're like, it like it's like a, it tricks your mind. And then you taste it and you're like, it's not that different. Okay, so... But they, yeah, they have to add a lot of stuff to make it actually cook like meat. <laughs> that That is something that always kind of crossed my mind. Like, why do vegetarians, like, <laughs> why do they try to trick themselves into eating meat where it's like, oh, this is meat, right? Or this isn't meat, but it's like, but it tastes like meat. Like, is that just a desire that you think your brain has? Or do you think it's like... Probably, like you you still have the cravings like you you crave it and you you want a corn dog or you want a a bratwurst or you like you want to eat pepperoni pizza but if you can have the alternative then it feels like you're eating it and so you don't really crave it okay does that make sense and and like it's salty so you crave the salt okay yeah i guess that's true because you do get a lot of sodium from meat um, other things that you get from meat is also a lot of water. Uh, did you ever find out, or did you ever find yourself trying to drink more water or something to try to supplement what you might have been missing from just eating meat? Do you notice that at all? Uh, I don't think I've noticed that, but, I mean, that makes sense. But, I, yeah, I try to drink tons of water no yeah. matter what because it just makes your body feel better. Yeah, and people don't really know that you actually get most of the water that you're supposed to consume and most of the water that you actually have it comes from the food that you eat and not necessarily the fluids that you consume so you could actually drink like a gallon of water a day you could be that or you could just (laughs) you know i was that guy (laughs) well it's just i don't know like i i do both so like i'm always running to the bathroom but like (laughs) but i feel like um it's not necessary is what i'm saying for for health and a lot of vegetables are like 80% 80% water, like, mostly water, like, cucumbers. Right. Mostly water. Watermelon, mostly Celery's water. Celery's, like, 90% water. Yeah, lettuce, mostly water. Or watermelon, right? Yeah, yeah, watermelon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's good, too, because, like, if you can, you can have fruit instead of candy, and, like, you still get that sugar. Right. And it's better for you. Right. So, you transitioned from being a vegetarian to eating meat again but mostly like lean meats that are chicken yeah just uh, chicken probably turkey do you, do you eat turkey I've i mean it's poultry turkey. what about fish oh, you, you've no. never really been a fish person but yeah no fish so it's just chicken yeah just chicken just chicken just chicken <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i think um so I did, I did have bacon today oh okay and it was delicious well, who could say no to bacon? Good fat or bad fat? I'm saying have bacon because it tastes delicious. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, there's a little bit of protein in there, right? Yeah. But no. Uh, guys, if you're dieting and I'm your trainer, that's a lot of fat. <laughs> don't don't eat the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> don't Eat like the freeze-dried bacon that you put on your salad. Um so I noticed that a lot of vegetarians... That's went, actually not real bacon. It's not? Bacon bits are vegetarian. Oh, really? Yeah. So you would have a lot of bacon bits. Yeah, yeah, we put bacon bits on salads because it it's, tastes like bacon, smells like bacon, but there's no bacon Wait, in so it. how did you learn that it wasn't vegetarian, or that read, it was vegetarian? Read the ingredients. Would I find something I don't want to find in the ingredients? Is you, it like- you might not know what, how to pronounce it. 
<laughs> is it like dimethyltryptamine <laughs> or something like that where you're just like oh yeah that sounds great yeah you just don't you just you look for like uh like if it says chicken flavor then it's like chicken like chicken broth kind of thing where yeah chicken just, broth or oh, okay yeah a lot of stuff like uh like boxed rice or something really? will have chicken broth and like the powder really yeah i didn't even know that so you gotta watch out for that as well yeah lots of reading ingredients to learn what you can eat and what you can't eat so would you say that you learned a lot about food in the process of being vegetarian yeah for sure like was it just more structure or was it just trying to avoid the things that you would avoid for those moral obligations that made you vegetarian in the first place um i was really into it um just avoiding it and avoiding it and i felt really bad I didn't want any part of that terrible slaughtering (laughs) right so so that film kind of stuck with you it seems like yeah so it was actually it was called uh cow cowspiracy cowspiracy I think I saw that that's on Netflix yeah right right so if you're interested in being vegetarian watch cowspiracy and And that'll fuel (laughs) your fire um but you can (laughs) but um, did you find yourself being re-inspired through other means of media or other means of learning outside of maybe just reading the ingredients on food, but like maybe yeah. looking deeper and seeing other things that would say, okay, this supports my ideals? Yeah, so I, I would follow Instagram accounts. Um, oh, really? Like, yeah, oh, I'm read, vegetarian. Get like vegetarian cookbooks or recipes and just kind of you learn how easy it actually is at a certain point. It's like, oh, I can I can make a sandwich, just don't put lunch meat on it, and it still tastes like a sandwich. But does it? But does it? <laughs> Extra lettuce. <laughs> Extra tofu. And a huge chunk of tomato and lots of pickles. It's still a sandwich. And some, and some fake bacon. Yeah, you don't need the bacon. I would put the fake bacon on. Put the mustard. Put the mustard. And the mayo. I love mustard. The I vegan mayo. So one of the, the vegan <laughs> mayo. That's right. Um, the thing is, is like, I would, I'd, I'd notice um, certain things that bodybuilders would eat, like lemon juice to try to make their food taste better or like mm. mustard. And these guys, they would just like drink mustard because they wanted sugar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so bad. But when you get to those competition states where you're so lean and you haven't had sugar because sugar... Uh, one of the worst things about sugar is that they almost instantly, because they take so long to process by your body, get stored as fat. Mm-hmm. They also shoot your, your blood sugar super high, and then anything else that you eat on top of that gets stored as fat. So it's just like, ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, when bodybuilders get super lean and they say, okay, no more sugar, then they start, like, drinking mustard like or like half sugar ketchup there's actually half I sugar think, ketchup i think there might be sugar in mustard i think there probably is but it's just the <laughs> there's sugar in ketchup for sure there is sugar and there's actually like half sugar ketchup that you can buy um i recently got something that was like 50 percent sodium um it's like a salt made by morton so it's just like a normal salt but it's like 50 percent fat um the, the cool thing about it is it's mostly potassium, and so, like, it's got your potassium and your sodium, and it's it's something that's really good for, like, workouts if you're trying to get, like, a pump, like, in the gym, if you're lifting weights. Just like, bring your ketchup. Or or just take, like, a, a sodium shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that also too. really gross. <laughs> I, I, hate shot to, of, I hate to admit this, but I tried it. A shot it. of ketchup. 
<laughs> well, not not ketchup, but a shot of a shot of salt. Like I actually, like yeah, uh, don't do that. <laughs> I tried it. The pump was hardly better, uh, and it was probably placebo. <laughs> I know, right? Um, okay, so could you just like eat a potato chip or like just lick the, the salt off of it? I guess you could. Um, yeah. Well, that's what they say. They say before a workout and after a workout, those are the best times to have carbs because that's when your blood sugar goes super low and that's when your body's going to naturally process those like before and after your workout. So right now I have my buddy James doing a sprint workout, which is uh, high intensity interval training. It burns a lot of um, like carbs and blood sugar. And this mm-hmm. is like the fitness side of this uh, podcast. No worries. But um. But what that does is that really brings your your insulin levels uh, or your insulin sensitivity really high so that when you eat food, it goes to your muscles instead of your fat cells. So um, so high intensity interval training for anybody looking to do that and store more food as muscle and eat it around your workouts. So but yeah, so vegetarianism again, um, was there (laughs) was there like a learning curve, you think, like was there a certain period of time say kind of in the beginning when you're just like man i just don't know what to eat or you just yeah what what was that like like um it's hard because it because i know you you cut out red meat it's not very normalized being vegetarian or at least it wasn't at the time there wasn't very many alternatives at the time so if i wanted to eat i had to actually make a meal i had to learn how to make something creative like and balance it and right. eat enough food that I'm actually full. Did you did you find that you would have to make your meals in advance before you went to work? Did that just make things easier? It does actually. If you can just if you can chop up all your lettuce, chop up all your veggies, you can have your hummus, you can have your your things to dip in hummus and right. just sort it out and then and just you can grab it quicker did you find that 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 you were like sort of eating the same thing every day yeah that definitely happened yeah and and I wanted to bring that up specifically because there's a certain way that I diet and a certain way that Taylor diets uh listeners to the podcast Taylor's my wife um so what we would do is we would make food in advance and then we'd take it to work and most of our diets primarily at work. Um, I do a little bit more, you know, around my workout and stuff like that, um, and just try to stay generally conscious of it. But having a, a go-to meal, um, and uh, yeah, it seems like you're eating the same thing over and over again. But in terms of having uh, structure, I think that that's that plays a big role in just having a diet in general. So getting back on topic <laughs> um which what what did your your normal meal look like then like that you would I, I would say the one that you would fall back to I guess um can I lay it out like a day sure yeah okay so breakfast probably like oatmeal with fruit okay um and then I would try to do like a snack later like maybe some more fruit or some hummus and carrots or something okay and then for lunch, I would just have a giant salad, just all the veggies I could think of. All right. <laughs> um, maybe some hard-boiled eggs. 
and then for dinner is usually the part where you need to get creative. So maybe you would have like some green beans or asparagus, some sort of thing on the side, maybe do some potatoes so you can feel full. <laughs> right, right. And then maybe some tofu or you could do a crock pot of like chili. Dinner is usually the hard part, but right. if you can get snacks that you like and try to switch them out, then you don't get tired of snacks as often. But, right. Um, you know what you're missing? Meat. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Protein? <laughs> I'm just like, man, where's the juice? Like, No, so on salads, put like lots of beans on it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But And the hummus is beans, too. Okay. I mean, so a lot of the protein is in the beans. In the beans. The beans. Yeah, so I noticed when I was looking into um, how to make, like, a vegetarian protein meal and finding the two aspects, one, you could look online, and you can always see that there's two sides. And plants, they do have a, a incomplete proteins, and, and usually you've only got X amount of amino acids in one plant and X amount of amino acids in the other, and then usually you'll get a complete protein in, in meat. So did you find yourself combining anything uh, to try to get a complete protein profile? I was really bad at the protein part. Like that's the hardest part is you can find a list online of vegetarian proteins, but like the science behind it was just way over my head. So I would just try to eat everything on the list that I liked. So it probably wasn't very complete. Like oh, okay. mixture. Do you want me to cut that out of the podcast? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or you can say you can. <laughs> or it's just letting you know that it's hard. It's not as easy as it sounds. If you're trying, to, if you're worried about protein, like it's really hard to right. actually yeah. do that right. There's a lot that goes into it, and I just wanted to just kind of pick your brain and see, like, you know, what vegetarianism is all about. And I know people are vegetarian for different reasons. Was there anything else that you wanted to kind of bring up um, about, like, just protein or, or, I mean, vegetarian or, like, the culture of that or anything like that? You're giving me, like, a minute to cut out of this thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, five seconds. You're good. Um, Take your time. There's a lot more options now if you do want to go um, vegetarian. Or vegan. What do you mean by options? Like different proteins or uh, like, uh, education different sources? Different products. So there's lots of uh, alternatives now. There's lots of vegetarian-friendly dishes. Oh, that's right. They're coming out with like the, the artificial meat a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, it's more noticeable now in stores. Like you can have a whole aisle dedicated to it. You. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it's more normalized. Like, you can go to the restaurant and they have a vegetarian section. Right. Like, right. instead of just looking at it and being like, I guess I could have a baked potato. Yeah. Or I could have a bowl of soup. I, I, yeah, right. And I remember <laughs> seeing, like, in grocery stores that there's, like, a, a glucose-free or something. Or, no. Gluten-free. Gluten-free. Yeah, there's, like, a gluten-free section. But the section was never very big, like, and it just seemed like you didn't really have that many options as a person who need, who had, like, a, a gluten intolerance. Um, but. It's a lot more popular now. They're, they're coming up with new things, like, even, like, fast food, they have vegetarian options now. 
Right. Like Burger King. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I, I know Taco Time always did. Yeah, Taco Time. Taco Bell. But that stuff's gross anyways. But right. it's just, it's cool that they're trying. All At right. least testing it. Sweet. Well, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Um, did you want to uh, promote any social media or anything like that? Uh, Instagram? Um, check out Veg News on Instagram. It's not my account, but it's a good account to follow if you want to know the latest news on vegetarian and vegan products and news. All right. Perfect. <laughs> that was so lame. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening uh, once again to Chicken and Rice Radio. This has been Benita, my sister. But, <laughs> you know, it's been fun, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at the Trainer Tevin and Facebook at the Trainer Tevin. If you have any questions about training or anything like that, go ahead and check out or email me at thetrainertevin at gmail.com. Those are specifically my personal trainer accounts, and they aren't actually my the ones that I go on regularly. So those accounts, I would say, are specific to training. So just letting you guys know that as you, as you guys follow me. I don't want you to be like, oh, he's posted like six things, cool, but <laughs> but that's what it's about for those accounts in particular. So anyway, um, thank you for listening, and I hope you guys have a nice day.